Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Raushan. When you were a kid, did you ever have dreams of becoming a professional athlete? I think we all did, Elliot. At some oh. point or another, we grow up wanting to be a doctor, policeman, pilot. But then the, the love for sport takes you through. And then I dreamt of being a footballer, maybe oh. a tennis player. What about you? Uh, first of all, what stopped you? Uh, ability, I ability, guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay. for football, ability okay. for Formula One, many other different reasons. Uh, okay. But yeah, football, for mostly football, ability. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I definitely had dreams. Uh, big dreams to be a pro athlete. What stopped me? Uh, my mother, uh, Jenny Lai, sense. this is for you. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you half achieved it by having a semi-pro fight sometime late last year. So, Jenny uh, Lai, that's oh, for you. No, no, no. <laughs> Trust me. She was like, why must you do this? Why can't you just MC the event? I said, Mom, you realise I have been in martial arts for 27 years. No, no, I still think, you know, you can get injured. You should just MC the event. Go away. <laughs> you got free ticket, don't invite me. I don't want to see my son get beat up. <laughs> Then she tells my wife, you allow this to happen. <laughs> okay, but question, is it the choice of sport that your mother was averse against because boxing, you could potentially break your face, break your jaw? I think even when I was a bad school footballer, hmm. she also felt that injuries were possible. Yeah. You know, in any sport, injuries were possible. Uh, so unfortunately, I was never the type to be encouraged during sports day. Uh, I never was a sporty person. I, I It was only my teens that I was only 14 and decided I was, I was going to pursue martial arts. I, I found a way and courage and help from my father to to go do it. Okay, that's yeah. nice. But that might be a overall Singaporean parenting thing, right? Not pushing yeah. for sport as much. Yeah, yeah. Which is why we want to talk about this today. I mean, why are we not pursuing sports for kids here in Singapore? Is it a case of the ecosystem? And and we've got a, a very special guest who is kind of, how should I say, she's kind of a part of two worlds. A, the Singapore ecosystem. B, she's got a window to the European system uh, where or ecosystem where sports is concerned. Uh, former sports TV host Colette Wong joins us. Colette, how are you? Elliot, it's so nice to be on the show with you guys. Uh, Raushan, good, we're doing good, this good together to again. Us, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I don't know how we're going to tackle parenthood when only one of us is qualified to, <laughs> but uh, we'll have to depend on you. Uh, we understand your kids are in their teens now. Yes, so my daughter is 17, going on 18. She's oh. in junior college. My son is going to be 15 tomorrow. Oh. So, oh, happy birthday, Kako. <laughs> hey, why not, right? Uh, yes, yeah, so I've got two teenage children. Okay, out the door soon then. The nest can be uh, <laughs> yours again. Um, when they were younger, did they ever come to you? Oh, mommy, uh, you know, I think I want to be a pro athlete, a pro swimmer or something like that. You know, my, my kids are not made like that. They are not the go-getter types. You know, I want to be super successful in anything that mm. I put my mind to. Um, what we did is because my husband and I are fairly sporty as well, and we mm. knew we wanted to raise the kids in a similar kind of sporty environment. Right. So we made sure that they played a lot of sports when they were young. Okay. Um, so when my daughter and my son were about, I'd say six and seven, they joined a football academy huh. and they were both playing football for a while, my daughter included. Wow. And she only stopped after she went to, I think, primary two and then, you know, homework kicked in and there was no time for her to pursue football on the weekend. Mm. And also, you know, you've got CCA in school. So oh she gosh. started playing tennis and mm. she was doing tennis outside of school too at an, an academy and she really liked it. Mm. But again, um, they're not the 
go-getters. They, they, they don't want to be elite athletes, oh, okay. I think. Um, they, they never expressed that to me okay. anyway. I think they know in the back of their minds it's too much hard work to be an elite athlete. But growing up in the school environment, did that seem like a choice, a possibility? Like, was it given to them? Or it's more like, you go study, go be a doctor. Yeah, mm. No, no, it's no, just no. CCA. Well, I mean, the, the, the possibility is there. I think they, they realize it because they do watch a lot of sports and mm. they see that these are actual human beings, you know, who <laughs> do, do sports for a, for a living. But again, you need to really want it to excel yeah. in it. And my right. kids... They don't want it. Okay. They don't want to be high-level athletes. Mm. You know, they've got other interests and, you know, they, they don't want that to get in the way of life. Right. Just very quickly, Colette, did you ever consider becoming a sports athlete yourself growing up? Not really. I think back then it was very different. Um, you know, you were talking about your mom not really encouraging <laughs> you to play martial, to, to, to do martial arts. Um, my mom was kind of the same as mm. well. Um, she never stopped me from sports, right. but where there were opportunities for me to take it to another level, she would say, yeah, maybe think about it a little bit more because, mm. you know, it'll take up a lot of your time and you you really have to commit to it. Right, and, right. and I look back at it and I go, oh, you know, I regret not pursuing. So what I'm talking about here is 10-pin bowling. So I, oh, used, wow, okay. I used to be a bowler, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to be a bowler and all my friends, I, I bowled at a club and all my peers, all my friends, they were all part of this national team. Oh, wow. right. And I wasn't because my mom didn't want me to get into it. Oh, no. I think, yeah, I think she just saw that it was too much time inside a bowling alley and too much of a commitment. And, you know, it would take me away from other things mm. that I might possibly enjoy. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that, you know, she guided me towards that direction. But at the same time, I, I often wonder, had I pursued the bowling option, you know, maybe I'd be a professional bowler. I don't know. I, I don't know. You just I don't know. I right? don't know why. I just, I'm imagining you right now as a, sort of a semi-professional bowler in mm. the bowling alley. Yeah. Hustling people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why. This might, anymore, be a, Elliot. this might be a very different podcast <laughs> if uh, Colette followed through on her dreams yeah. of becoming a professional right, bowler, right. right? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that was just, uh, that was an option. I mean, yeah. I did a lot of sports in school and I really enjoyed it. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's one thing my kids, and I think kids these days, don't have the opportunity of doing. Mm. Because once you start school, you're kind of, you pick a sport or mm. a CCA yeah. and you have to stick with it. Yeah, and, yeah. You're given, yeah. and, and you're given one one option. Yeah. So my son, okay. for example, he did tennis, but he also wanted to do football. But the school wouldn't allow it they, mm. You, mm. because you could only do one sport. You could do a sport and maybe join band or something mm. like that. But doing two sports was really reserved for those special kids, you know, Elite who really, kids, yeah, yeah, who really had super talent, uh, super talent for for say two sports. Wow. Um, and that's something that. I think kids should do a lot more and schools should encourage a lot more these Mm. days Mm. is to get them to do multi-sports, not just focus on one sport. Because I think it's proven, science has proven that kids shouldn't focus on just one sport if they want to develop an ability in one sport. They should actually be playing lots of different sports and then maybe at the age of 14, 15, then start to focus and excel in one sport. But up until that age... Kids really should be playing all sorts of sports, doing yeah. everything. Yeah. Back in my day, I love that. Back in my day, <laughs> oh. so in school, back in my my day, uh, back in, in when I was in primary school and secondary school, I was doing track and field, mm. badminton, okay. tennis, softball, softball wow. hockey, 
And this was all in school yeah. as a CCA. Mm-mm-mm. You can't do that these days. Yeah. What do you think sports then adds in terms of how can it help your life in general? Because I agree with you. I think we should do more than one sport before we zoom in on one. Yeah. But what do you think it adds to your life or any kid's life? I think it just makes people happier. <laughs> I love sports and I'm happy to play sports. I think for me personally, playing sports is very good for my um Mental health, mental mm. well-being, because, you know, if you stay cooped up all day in an office and you don't have a, an outlet to let it go, then it can get a little bit worrying. I mean, yeah. you know, in sports, when you're out there playing tennis, football, yeah. whatever it is, you're kind of letting it out and really enjoying it. So it instills discipline as well, mm. because, you know, you've got to be there at a certain time. You've got to follow rules and regulations and you've got to listen to your coach and behave a certain way. Um, so I... Sports, I mean, definitely is great yeah. for kids, however you look at it. Yeah, a bit of resilience, it builds, uh, especially when you're in your adult life, yeah. adds a bit of character. Mm. Oh, you're a tennis player, or and, you know, it, it builds that character yeah. and adds that character. There's something interesting about you, To right? your yeah. point about resilience, I think it teaches you to deal with loss, to deal with defeat, yeah. you know Stay what I mean? Cool you're not going to win yeah. always yeah. whenever you play a sport. And more often than not, kids can be slightly entitled because they expect success immediately or always expect to have the upper hand in a in a board game or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So playing sport, I think, teaches you how to deal with defeat and hopefully bounce back stronger. You learn to be graceful. Yeah, you learn exactly. to win gracefully and lose gracefully. Although I am curious, Colette, if your kids were raised in Italy, where your husband's from, mm. would it have been a different situation? Do you imagine that? Would it have been different I, even for you if you were raised in Italy? You know, I, I, I don't think so. I don't no. think so. Um, again, I mean, I, I speak to my husband and he says, you know, growing up in Italy, they they didn't have CCA. Mm. So there's no opportunity ah, for okay. them to kind of gather as a right. group and right. train together. So you actually have to join a sports academy right. or a club mm. um, or just gather your friends together on a football pitch mm-hmm. and play. So if you had no interest in sports you probably wouldn't do much sport in okay. Italy, you mm. know, because it's mm. just not part of their culture in school yeah. to promote sports. School Maybe, school is school there. Yeah. You, know, you yeah, go yeah, in, yeah. you go for your classes, and then you go home. Maybe the fandom is huge. You go out and watch yeah. sport a lot more than actually mm. participating in sport yeah. in Europe. But I think what Elliot is trying to understand is almost, we talk about Singapore and their big push for academic success, right? Mm. Do you think that will be lesser the world over yeah. instead, right? They would allow you to pursue sport as a viable career as compared to just pushing you to spend that time on your books. Yeah, absolutely. I think there is too much emphasis here in Singapore on academics. Um, you know, part of the reason why... Okay, so both both my kids are still interested in, in sports and mm. they still play sports, but mm. I know a lot of kids have fallen out of sports because there's just no time for it. So they stop attending uh, football training because instead of football training, they're attending tuition or piano classes. Um, you know, in, in, yeah, exactly. It almost sounds like it's pressure to take up a sport here in Singapore. It does. Mm, you're, right? you're absolutely right. Yeah, it does add that extra stress to mm. a kid's life. Um, so that's why the kids have to really want it. Mm. You know, my kids never really wanted it, but they like it enough okay. to pers- to keep pursuing yeah. it as a hobby. As a hobby, I mean, yeah. they they play sports for their for their respective schools. Yeah. So there's enough there to keep them okay. going. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
I agree. And I think with kids these days, it's unfortunate that their schedules are so jam-packed. Monday, maths tuition, Tuesday, science tuition, Wednesday, English tuition, and then it just stacks up. You have to, if you want to put time aside for sport, it has to come above and beyond those hours, which is few and far between yeah. for but their schedules. But it's not even sport. It's just like family gathering. Let's go and watch a movie. No, we can't because oh, I've got to study for this test or that test or I've got to attend tuition. And then you put sports on top of that. You know, that's the one thing I really do miss when my kids were little. We had a lot more time to, Mm. you know, go out, cycling to the beach. We don't do that anymore. It becomes more and more hectic. And by the time they can do it, you're at a different age demographic. Correct, correct. So if you can't be a professional athlete here in Singapore, you can be a sports TV presenter. Yeah. And even that's difficult as well. Yeah, very difficult. Very difficult. Not many opportunities nowadays exactly for a sports the, TV presenter. Exactly. With the number of uh, companies around it oh, to collect sport, very difficult. What if they came to you, Colette, and mm. say, you know what? I'm going to be a sports TV presenter like what you used to be. <laughs> um, I would say uh, no. Look at your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I would say no, uh, only because the opportunities here in Singapore Singapore are not that great, um, but there are other opportunities, you know, sports related. They could go go into uh, the field of physiotherapy mm, or oh yes. data analysis, mm, yes. um, a radio presenter, perhaps, yeah. maybe not so much television. But I mean, if they really, really wanted to do that, absolutely. I mean, I would back up my kids with whatever they wanted to do. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.